Friday to everybody. Hope uh, you're all doing well and feeling good and glad that the weekend is here. Um, James, welcome. Uh, brilliant to see you nice and early. Um, Yuri and Gizmo, welcome. Thanks for joining. Um, yeah, I hope everyone's feeling amazing, feeling like the heroes that you are. Um, it's been a tumultuous week, I'm going to put it that way. It's been, a, it's been an emotional week. Um, lots happened both professionally and personally. Um, and sadly, you know, yesterday we said goodbye to one of the RFU or Rife Unity family um, in Rachel Hillier, who some of you may remember right, we spoke on this chat back in September actually, but um, she sadly passed away um, last month and um, it was an emotional farewell really, um, a really beautiful celebration of life for her and truly, truly sad at the same time. But look, we're in this together, we're here together, you know, our family is is strong and it's uh, supportive. Um, and just want to say much love to Rachel's friends and to her family um, and to everyone that knew her, you know, I guess a great deal more than I did. But um yeah, we lost the real one there. But um, look, for, for everybody else, I hope you're looking forward to the weekend that's coming. Um, Avril, welcome. Thanks for joining. Rich, Mr. Rich Manning is in the house. Steph's here as well. Oh, wow, it's, it's jumping off. I know it's not for me. I know it must be for the man of the hour in, in Duke, um, who's going to be joining us shortly. But yeah, literally just wanted to just pop on here and um, I, you know, say a little bit about Rachel, um, but also just um, get warmed up, really. Um, James asking, am I doing Movember? Can you see that? You see that? I sure am. I sure am. I'm trying. A little bit of a Tom Selleck slash uh, Axel Foley from uh, Eddie Murphy there. Um, but yeah. Oh, and the Dutch cycling lawyer. Welcome. Welcome. And thanks for joining. So let me try and work the technology. Um, I spoke to Duke earlier. He's pumped and looking forward to joining. Um, so hopefully today I'll be able to connect. He'll be able to join and um, we'll have a, a good chat. So bear with me. Uh, while I try and work it. Here we go. Ah, oh, Kirsty's in the house as well. Welcome, Kirsty. Good to have you on board. Paul, Paul Dog, welcome. Thanks for joining. Ah, oh, there he hey. is. <laughs> there he is. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. How are you, man? You know how excited I am right now, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, I can feel it. It's off the chair. <laughs> It's off the chain, man. The energy is just like... It's, it, one, is Friday. Two, I'm talking to Duke, the man, the main man. And, um, yeah, I'm stoked. But how are you, King? You all right? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm actually good. Um, I tuned into what you were saying about um, Rachel. And mm. it's... Yeah, she was a real one. It's just sad. Actually, it's completely just sad. Yeah. yeah. No, man. It is. It is. And, and yeah, I... I so I went to her funeral yesterday. I tuned into the funeral yesterday, and um, yeah. you know, Paul, who's on here, said some amazing things, and it was so uh, heartbreaking. Just because it, she's just seemingly had so much going for her that um, yeah. I can't understand, you know, why why you choose the exit ramp. But but you know, life life is is that sometimes sometimes we won't understand it. Sometimes it is what it is. But um, yeah. yeah. Separate to that, I mean, what kind of week have you had so far? How's it how's it been for you? Um, it's been a busy one to say the least. Um, riding bikes, I've been riding my track bike a lot more recently, so got back into mm -hmm. that like completely. Um, I'm just gonna take a bit of a break from like riding road bikes. Yeah, not like yeah. a long break, like a month or so. And then right now, mm -hmm. it's just track bikes and gravel bikes, and that's it. <laughs> nice, 
Okay. All right. So you've been doing a, a lot of bike riding this week. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Nice, nice. And that crazy. I love it. And, and what about the plans for the weekend? You know, we're, we're here. It's Friday. JP from sure. Czech Republic, he put that song out there. Um, with Cousin Skeeter, that's my song. It's a Friday song. I play it every Friday in my house. <laughs> <What's it bad? laughs> what, what have you got planned for the weekend? Uh, this weekend, just actually going to do some life admin, catch up on some shows, because I seldom really watch anyway, and do some turbo mm-hmm. training, actually. That's the plan. Okay. Pretty you mess with mundane, turbo training? Of course. Okay. Okay, good. Good. Well, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll work something out. We'll talk. So I'm, I'm in, yes, into good. Swift a little bit as well. But um, Cool. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, let's jump in. Let's jump in. So I'm, I'm just going to do a quick intro of myself, and then I'll, I'll do the same. Um, we'll turn over to yeah. you to do the same, and then we'll get into it. Um, so look, welcome friends and family. For those of you that haven't heard me speak before, my name's Kofi and I'm the founder of Wifey and TN. And this, this, this is really has become like a family, actually. I, I started it in June and it really is about celebrating who we are um, and uplifting ourselves. Um, you know, as cyclists, I think we, we all know that we come sexes, sizes, shapes, sexual orientation and indeed shade. Um, and so this platform is really just about showcasing that and inspiring people to ride their bikes. After all, if Duke can do it, I wouldn't advocate you do what Duke does, but if Duke can do it, if Abby can do it, if Free Dove can do it, if Rory Townsend can do it, um, then look, why can't you? you know, I think it's, it's all about just trying to see what you could possibly achieve by jumping on your bike and, and having some fun with it. So look, my pal today is um, Duke Adjipong. Um, I would describe Duke, I'd describe you as the purveyor of um, effortless cool. Like you literally <laughs> blur the lines. No, seriously, I'm, I'm not blown. I'm, you blur the lines between uh, what cycling is as an art form and as a sport to me. So I'm so pumped oh, to you. Um, welcome. Um, and yeah, over to you, really. If you could just share a bit about who you are um, and where you are, where you're based right now, and then we'll, we'll get into it. All right. Um, thank you for having me, number one. Uh, uh, my name's Luke. Uh, Guardian name, Kodja, because Kofi Kodja had to. Oh, <laughs> um, nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> I ride bikes, uh, track bikes mostly, but got into riding road and very soon gravel bikes. Uh, did a bit of modeling for some rapper stuff, uh, ridden mm. around the world, actually. It's been a bit of a crazy journey. So yeah, I Amazing. race bikes currently too, and fix them, and right back. Okay. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So, so you, it was a challenge because normally when I introduce, I say like it's a cyclist because that's what we're about. It's about cycling, cyclist slash yeah. other things. So Steph, who's on here, I put her down as a super mum because she is. Um, when I had yeah. Marty Merritt on, I put him down as a sort of I think it was a plant based tutor or something like that. You, I had like yeah. cyclist writer mechanic and model <laughs> so you're doing a bit you, you're definitely definitely doing a bit um, and, and that's a lovely yeah. intro there but what i wanted to ask you actually Duke, is i'd love it if this could be like interactive because i've got some things that i'd like to take if you see anything in the yeah. chat and i'm mid yapping away or vice versa let's jump on it so that people can get the chance to get to know you if that's all right is that good with you yeah yeah i'm all good with that let's go Oh, awesome, awesome. And I don't know if you can see it. On my side, there's some hearts. There's a lot of hearts. It's, it's yeah, that's coming up. Yeah, yeah, I can see them. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Thank you, people. We love the hearts. And Michael, welcome from 
America from New York, uh, Okabe Yoga, my boy from day one, Mark, welcome as well. Um, so look, the intro has been lovely. Um, in terms of, uh, I guess, from what I've seen, I think it, it feels like you've really deeply immersed yourself in cycling and in the culture around cycling. Is that is that fair to say? Uh, I guess so, yeah. Like, I don't do things by the heart, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And, and so I, I suppose, I guess you can't go from like zero to 150 miles an hour like overnight. I don't, I don't know. I don't know that you came out, you were born riding a fixie or riding a, a uh-huh. road bike. So, 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 so I was just wondering if you could take us back like to where the journey really started and, and just talk us through like how you got into cycling. Just to, for people that don't know, you know, for people that don't know, okay. just where you started and then how you got to where you got to. It's like it was almost a decade ago actually um started riding fixed gear and for me it was just a way of commuting around because i had like this old mountain bike and it wasn't that great and my parents ended up sending it to ghana anyway and i was like i kind of miss this bike <laughs> standard <laughs> so then i was like okay let me, let me get a job i got a job in retail and then i got my first fixed gear and as mm-hmm. soon as i got it i flipped the hub so like it came with three wheel i went straight into fixed gear uh i had two bikes and had these really crappy like straps and cages and like the more i got into it i started looking at the forum so the london fixed gear single speed forum um so mm-hmm. i gained information off of that and the next thing i know i'm immersed in this world um yeah and then just started meeting people around like london because i was just riding my bike and then i see someone with a fixed gear and i'm like oh hey i said ride bike and then we just start talking and then next thing right. i know um start we like i came a part of this crew called ahana fixed it was just like okay we're all just teenagers just riding fixed gear bikes and it just went from there which is kind of crazy <laughs> that is mad that is mad because um I, I talked to i don't know if you know abby dentist she was the first person i spoke to on this cycle chat series i don't know if you know yeah. abby or come across her um at all um but she uh, no. um was telling me no you do you do okay cool. oh no no um yeah <laughs> Okay, you don't. Uh, that's fine. But um, she was she was telling me about the fixed gear scene and how cool that was and all this stuff. And I have to be honest, like I've just always ridden road bikes, um, really, except for yeah. mountain bikes when I was a kid. And I didn't really know about. She was like, "Man, the scene is just insane. It is mental." And it's that's why I say, you know, you blur the lines between the art and the, the sport because there's a whole sort of culture that she was trying to explain to me that's around it. And if I I know you might not go here, but if I jump forward, like the stuff that I've seen that you do with like Mesh, SF, um, and Stay, and then I guess Rafa has just blown my mind because I'm just like, wow, from riding your bike, it seems like you've got to travel around the world. So can you tell us a bit about that journey? Like, I guess with some of the brands that you work with and how you've got to take your bike all over the world, really. Yeah. Um, so with fixed, it was mostly with fixed gear because. I don't know if you heard of Red Hook Crit. It's like um, yeah, yeah, the NASCAR. Yeah, basically, it's like NASCAR of like fixed gear racing. Where like so, somebody optical could race up like next to like Justin Williams, for example, because he is the US Crit champ. And when when else would you be able to get like those two people on that level? So just mm-hmm. traveling around like fixed gear with that. That's what drew me to it, and then. I met up with Gordon Famous in New York. I can't remember what year it was. It mm-hmm. seems like years ago. But like we were Instagram right. friends to begin with. And that's the thing I love about Instagram. It just connects people. If you yes. use it correctly, yeah. as like Marty said, for example, if you wield it correctly, you get to connect. 
and yeah. it just went from there. Um, Mash were doing like a 10 year anniversary thing, and prior to that, um, Chaz, um, Christy Anton, um, rider of Mash as well, he was helping uh-huh. set up the Oakley pop up, which was in where was it? It was like near Holborn during Red Hook Week, so that was pretty big mm-hmm. too. So it was just like having bits and bobs and everything just coming together just like that, it's just to be insane. Wow, and, wow, and that, that's yeah. mad, that's mad. So you do a reference some people there, so Justin Williams, you reference, I guess, Marty, who I've talked to before. Uh, I think, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, I think Creed Up did mess with Red Hook stuff as well. Um, yeah. At a point in time, Christopher Strickland. So that's incredible. And so from there, like, to stay up, and then Rafa, like, how's that all come about? Like, your, what's your connection with those two brands particularly? Uh, with the Rafa thing, it was just so, it was super organic. So... I was in like their head office to see a friend of mine actually, and they happened to be doing a mm. casting that day. And I bumped into some of my friends, like we ride things here outside of their head office, and came mm-hmm. in for like the casting thing. It was like super organic. Took some pictures, and it just went from there. <laughs> Literally, just went oh wow, from there. yeah. So had you <laughs> done any? Again. Had you done any modeling before? Uh, yeah, actually, I did some bits with Uniqlo prior to that. Um, yeah, just bits okay. and bobs around like streetwear brands, okay. and yeah. Okay, 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 okay. So, because right, so I'm just trying to, because the pictures look pretty awesome, man. I'm just trying to understand <laughs> that you can't just, just turn up and just start doing what you're doing because that's amazing, really. That's amazing. Um, yeah. And, and something I wanted to ask you about, well, I want to come back to Stair because you did mention them actually. Um, Stair, are you still in partnership with Stair? Uh, yeah. So it started with, um, so when I was like getting into riding fixed gear and like yeah. racing and stuff and taking it a bit more seriously. Um, I don't know if you heard of Defy Collective. I haven't, no. So it's like Barrington, Marlon and Chris, those three guys. And we'd always be at the same races and we were taking like racing road bikes seriously. And mm-hmm. Chris managed to get Stair to support us uh, through Defy. And, and they were supporting us like perfectly. But then MASH reached out to me like six months later and they were like mm-hmm. you have to take this opportunity so i was like yeah and then so i gave support from mesh and stale were super happy to continue the support which was super lovely and now like okay. sam and judith built me that amazingly crazy steel bike which is kind of insane so yeah that's absolutely brilliant. Love that's brilliant. so so yeah so man it looks amazing it does look amazing I, honestly every time i do this chat i think that i'm getting poorer and poorer and poorer for the future because i just see stuff like Chris Hall talking yeah. to him about the number of bikes he's got. I want to buy. I hear and see your bike. I'm like, oh, that is good. And you're talking about gravel now. And I'm just like, yeah. all my money for, for the future is, is, is gone. <laughs> it's already gone. But um, just coming back, actually, I saw, just want to shout out Lady Bello in the house, um, yeah. who said that the Oakley pop-up was such a wonderful hub to meet cycling peeps. Um, would, you, would you share that view? Yeah, definitely. It was amazing. Like, um, this was before I rode for MASH and mm-hmm. seeing like some of the guys there in the stores ever so casually, you just be like, oh my God, I've seen you like on the internet. How are you? <laughs> like, you feel like you know people, but you don't really know them. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things. Totally, 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 totally that. But, wow. So look, we've got like loads of people that popped in. Say hello to Sparkle Mango, who's just laughed. Nathaniel, say hello to him. Cycling Hand, hope you're feeling much better. I think last week, Cycling Hand. Um, Hannah wasn't feeling so good, so that's great. Um, cool. I mean, 
Wow. So you've gone you've gone pretty deep with the cycling. And one of the things I just want to ask about the modeling was you have to explain this to me. When I see your pictures sometimes in your posts, you have this thing where you're like, hi, mum or hi, dad. What is the joke with that? Or what is the story behind that? Just so that I understand. I laugh every time I see it. And I don't know why I'm laughing. So I just want to put it out there and just say, like, what is that? It's, for me, it's a thing of, um, so, like, you know, cookies and stuff, like when you're on a website. So if I'll be on, I remember yeah. the very first time I went to the rapper website and then my mum was on, like, her computer because, like, the cookies linked to the Wi-Fi. She was just, like, right. surfing, just surfing. And then she sees a picture of me, like, in a cookie on Rafa. And she goes, wait, what? Is that you, G? She just, I didn't tell her anything. I just kept her super quiet. I didn't tell her anything. And she's like, what? So ever since then, it's like, hi, mum, hi, dad. <laughs> and then like, oh, oh yeah, I've got me. you. I'm doing this thing. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. No, I love that. Because I think there's a recent picture. There's a massive, massive poster of you outside, I think, in the rapper store. I think. Yeah. And then you you were sat outside it and you sat hi mom and I just kept laughing and I didn't know why it was funny but now every time I see that I'm just gonna remember that time when your mum logged into yeah. the computer and then saw your saw face. That, of it. Like... <laughs> What's going it. on? What's going on? I, I imagine she wouldn't get it. Like my mum, yeah, she doesn't. She's the same. So I mean, how, how have your parents been with your sighting? Did they did they get it? Did they understand it um, more and more now in terms of because traditionally yeah, they... being from a yeah. Ghanaian background, I don't know. I don't know that they would. Yeah. Um, yeah. When it first started, it was more of a, you need to do something, you need to do this, you need to do that. And then it yeah. just became this thing where I actually started making like money from it and stuff like that. And then another like, mm. oh my God, you're actually doing, rather than, I don't know if it's just me, like, especially when your parents are born back home and then they come yeah. over here, it's just the thing of, you have to do this. Because like, if you think about like in the diaspora, for example, like being in the diaspora, mm. um, mm-hmm. When they came over here, for, for them, it was just survival. You have to get a job. You have to do this. You don't have to do that. But with us, because yeah. we're born here, we kind of see things a lot differently, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just one of those things yeah. to get them to understand that. And that was a tough part, but now they're so supportive. And they oh, that's it. brilliant. Because I could just imagine there would be that tension, especially when you're doing yeah. something that's creative and something that is cultural but different to the culture that they would have come from it's like uh, my, my parents would have been like doctor lawyer yeah, do you know what I mean lawyer. like some traditional yeah. aspirational thing like riding my bike if I tried to turn up and say that's what I'm about there'd yeah, be questions they so wouldn't I just imagine all. you had some yeah you had some of that awesome look so thank you thank you for sharing some of that and I think just um, thinking about um, cycling something that I've asked literally everyone that comes on is just to share what it is about cycling that they love. Like you've gone deep, like you've gone like deep, 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 deep into it. Yeah. Like if you were to summarize it, encapsulate the thing that you love about cycling, how would you express that? What, what is it about cycling that you love to? The thing about cycling for me is it's the freedom. It takes me back to when I first started riding, like with my friends riding fixed gears, like we'd have, stupid nights we'd all finish work working retail jobs we'd meet up in Trafalgar Square we'll go riding and we'll end up in Brighton like end up in Brighton just riding our bikes to Brighton it makes no sense but I love the freedom of that and now it's the freedom also but it's the suffering almost it sounds kind of a bit cynical but like Mm. the suffering so like when you're going through like really really hard and you're like in the zone sometimes I just can't help but laugh because 
why did I pick this sport? Like, it hurts, but I'm going so fast. And you can't help but enjoy, like, being in that moment. So it kind of forces you to be present and feel free at the same time. No, I love that. And that, that, that's something that I've, I've, I've seen asking about. Actually, I'm really glad that you talked about it because the things that I've seen you do on the bike, like, um, can, you, can you feel what me do? Yeah, I can see. Ah, oh, cool. I think it temporarily froze. So bear with me. Um, yeah, the things that I've seen you do on the uh, on the bike, especially like the the track fixie bikes, um, are incredible. Like, this, there's this leg thingy that you do where like I see you get your leg over the handlebars in between your hands, <laughs> and you're still riding the bike. And that that to me is like blows my mind. And and and, and cool kids out there, that, 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 maybe don't try it. That's that's not what this is about. I don't, <laughs> Full disclosure, I have no insurance for you if you try it. But it strikes me that you... That's true, I don't... I haven't got any insurance. It strikes me that you really do try and push your boundaries, like, physically, definitely number one, and then mentally yeah. as the second thing. Like, where does that come from? Because, like you said, like, there are other sports you could do. Like golf, I take it away from nobody. But you could just walk around and you could whack a ball and the suffering and the pain doesn't need to come into it. So... Where does that drive to kind of keep shredding and smashing it like you do? Where does that come from? For me, uh, it's it's a hard one, that one, actually. But it's not, like, the more I thought about it, because I never, I never really thought about it until recently. Um, mm. So when I first started riding, like, fixed gear bikes, there wasn't many black people. I didn't really see, like, faces like mine. And then looking back at mm. the history, that's when I started to see those faces. And I'm like, why didn't I know this at my age, you know? And mm. so, like, watching the videos, I saw Masan, uh, Masan Fluka, like, OG and, like, the fixed gear um, scene. I don't know. He is a legend. Yeah. Um, don't worry, I'll send you some videos. I can even link you two up. Like, he's a legend. Hook me up, man. Hook me up. Thank you. Like, amazing, amazing photographer, too. But, like, coming from, like, when I started riding, I was like, I didn't see many faces like mine. And then I turn up to, like, mm. a, an event or, like, a little ride or something, and I'll just be the other person there. So, for me, it was just, okay. I'm enjoying this thing. I want to, I want to inspire others to enjoy this too. So like, mm-hmm. no matter where I get to, like, say if I'm racing, for example, and I get to like the elite category, for example, like seeing my face and seeing how stoked I am on like riding bikes, you could get that same enjoyment too. So that's where mm-hmm. the drive comes from to, to keep going and not just give mm-hmm. up, just keep going. Because it's fun. And, oh, nice. and if I get to inspire someone, perfect. That's perfect. And it fits in lovely with, you know, this whole concept of life for unity, dude. Like, not to sell it too much because you're here because people get it and whatnot, but it's about that. I think someone said it the other day, which is you can't necessarily always be what you can't see. I mean, there's there's folks that are bullheaded that will choose something and be like, right, I want to do it. I talked to Viola um, Babuale from Philosophos, and she was like, yeah, like, I'm used to being the only black person in the room. If I want to do something, I'm going to do it, and I'm comfortable with that, but not everyone is that way inclined so it's great to hear what you're saying because i'm really trying to do that deliberately like across the spectrum of everything Mm -hmm. like let's see ourselves let's celebrate that because in the mainstream we're here but we're not on the mainstream although i have to take that back a little bit because when when you got man like duke (laughs) rafa poster guy i had to take it back a little bit but 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 maybe it's rare maybe it's rare (laughs) if i could say it that way maybe it's rare you know um and you know what I mean? Um, just um, flipping flipping the script a little bit. I've got 
uh, Eastsmith PDX uh, saying, so rad, such an awesome perspective, I think, about what you're saying. Cara, one of my best girlfriends since day one, knows too much about me, um, saying <laughs> she's late, but she, she's joined. Thank you. Ukash, old colleague and good friend is here as well. Hi, Ukash, see you. And uh, Michael Karama, 105 Spins. He says the best reward is seeing the results from all the pain and gain. Ah, oh, that's yeah. that sounds, yeah, that sounds yeah. good. That sounds good. Cool. Um, yeah. So just keeping it moving as we have, we we've got about an hour before Instagram chops us off. So I'm going to keep moving yeah. along. Um, I was curious. I was curious just to know, like, whether you have a motto or a mantra for life in general like is there something that and i ask this for a few people just to get inside the head of it that that, that you tell yourself or you play as an affirmation or i don't know a way of doing things at all um mine is don't let the dream die right it sounds pretty simple but like um it's from like a martin luther king speech one of his like famous speeches it's don't let the dream mm. die and it's that thing of when you're dreaming and then you're like oh this is a great feeling and the fact that some dreams can be turned into a reality so like whenever i'm riding my bike and i look to my left or right and i see the amazing like nature like i'm in a mountain like in switzerland for example and i'm like just looking at that that is dreamy and yeah. me giving up like just riding my bike or just being frustrated with certain things that kills that can kill dreams like you see people like doing things they don't really enjoy in life Mm, and I'm blessed mm. enough to be able to live the life I live and feel how I feel, if it makes any sense. Mm, so once, mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. I give up on that dream, that's when, that's that's true death to me. So my mantra really is just don't let the dream die. Oh, that is yeah. epic. That is epic. I am... Um, <sighs> true, 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 always, but so true, like, in the current times, you know, where... For a lot of us, for a lot of us, you know, 2020 has been that year where you would have had plans. You definitely would have had some plans. You would have said, yeah, I'm going to do some things. And you had some dreams and they've, they've had to change, right? We, we, we understand yeah, that. But that, that encouragement that you just put out there, I think is something that I'm going to screw up. I'm going to borrow. Um, mine, mine at the moment, um, yeah, is, is, is similar ish, but it is really that to be delayed is not to be denied like literally as long as we're still alive out of this whole craziness that goes on we can still make it happen we can still make stuff happen so don't ever worry that if something doesn't happen to come your way right now that it's not going to be for you because if it is then it will be Um, exactly yeah Uh, so i was going to ask you about and, and this is a bit like random I'm no psychologist or anything like that, but are you are you at all spiritual? Like, do you, do you do you sort of believe in like a higher force or being or something? Because sometimes I feel like, you know, when something happens in life or things happen or you see such beauty, you might go that way, but you might not be. So I'm curious, like, just to get to know, oh, do, do you believe in stuff? Definitely. For me, it's my life has gone way too right for it to be all be just coincidence and just like the right choices and meeting the right people and like building certain relationships and having the friends I have. Like my life has gone too right for it to just be a matter of just choices. So there's definitely a higher power out there. Definitely a thousand percent. Mm -hmm. Like I don't doubt that whatsoever. Yeah. No, I have to to say that I I share that with you, man. And I find that um, 
sometimes you just have to stop and just take stock because you know like this yep. conversation that we're having now you know like <clears throat> i don't know six months eight months ago you know it, it, it just wouldn't have been a thing but then suddenly yeah. these things come into your life and you're having conversations exactly. you know I, I'm, I'm ringing you up like half an hour saying i'm so excited man why are you calling me like stop no nah, not even <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm right now. I'm hearing you, and I'm finding the joy. Like I talked to um, Jennifer George recently on this, and she yeah. talked about finding the joy in the little things. And literally, yep. I'm getting insanely happy about like just yeah. small things. Just because, why not? Right? Why not? Exactly. You have to. Um, like, that's the only way to like live and like move forward. Because if you let everything bring you down, then mm-hmm. you, know, you can't do that. Nah, nah, let's keep it, keep it going. And Michael, who's camera 105 spins over in New York, um, everything happens for a reason. Um, I'm, I'm guessing, Michael, is that, is that your, maybe your mantra, but I like it anyway, whatever it's comment or your actual mantra, but that's brilliant. Good stuff. Um, so back onto the bike. So I'm curious to know if there's one ride or one race that kind of sticks in your mind. Cause right now, you know, dude, a lot of us can't travel. Yeah, it's, so I'm just hoping oh. that it, you know. So I'm hoping yeah. that reliving, reliving a journey that you've been on, you could just transport us somewhere. Take me somewhere. I want to go on holiday right now and choose break. So is there a ride? <laughs> uh, there was. There's just one. There's actually two. One of them's in okay, London go. though. So the very okay. first one was the Nocturne, the London Nocturne, um, Specialized Espresso. So Alec Briggs. Um, and Justin Williams, actually, and another team, um, IRD Moderna, I think they're called. Mm-hmm. And basically, they're like pro level. And as soon as the gun went, everyone just shot forward and I couldn't clip in. And I knew I had the oh, fitness no. to stay with them, but I just couldn't clip in. Yeah. So then they went and everyone went. And then I was like, OK, starting from the back. So literally, I had to pick off like spots from the back, from the get go, full gas complete always and always it was it was horrible that's probably the most like i've ever suffered in a race like just going full gas just trying to get to your front the front solo but i had the fitness and it felt good and then like after that race i ended up winning two races which felt great so i was like bummed that i didn't make it to that group but when things go right they go right and yeah second epic ride that i had was in Italy, actually, in Tyrol. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's near Austria, I believe. And I'm not being basically. I'm not being. Just, take me, take me there. You need, dude. We, you need to. Like, let's do this. Let's make it happen. Let's do like a, a camp or something, like a training camp, but we can just slip them out. Yes, mate. I'm crazy. there. <laughs> sign me up. You haven't <laughs> seen me on the bike, but sign me up, mate. Sign me up. You'll be waiting for me for a while. <laughs> and there was this day we just had, decided to go climbing. It was me, um, Anna, and Annaline, because um, mm-hmm. this is a rapper shoot. And we were climbing for like, it seemed like at least an hour and a half or so. And it was epic. Like, it was like this, legit. I'm not even lying to you. Like, you get out of the saddle, your wow. back would slip. It was that. Steep. Wow. Just, that day, I just seemed to have relentless climbing energy. It was just insane. I just kept going and going and going. And then we finally got to the top. And um, there's like a little cafe there, and mm-hmm. we asked for three bottles of coke, and they gave it to us. But we didn't have any cash; we only had card. 
And because we're so high up, there's usually no reception. And oh, then it came time to pay. And then they were like, we were like, yeah, card. And, and then the lady was like, we only take cash up here. And then she saw our faces. She saw how defeated we were. And she was like, actually, just don't worry. Just take the coat. Oh, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Oh, man. I love that. I love that. You, if it was me, I'd be like, have you got any Dom Perignon back there? Live life, you know? You know, we can work some of that. We can work some money. Exactly. I'll come back to it. Um, that's brilliant. Um, I just coming back. I love that story, man. I love that story. And coming back, I've got uh, some other people sharing their mantras here. So Laurie seven oh seven seven. Laurie, I can yeah. pronounce that right. Um, I wholeheartedly agree with seeking and finding the joy every day, no matter what it is. That's beautiful. Um, and Paul, 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 dog, my man. Um. Spoke so beautifully at Rachel's um, funeral yesterday. Um, some great words, but turn the pedals and smile. I couldn't agree more. Um, and the Dutch cycling lawyer says, love that. David Mfod, this is my brother from another mother. We worked together. What a legend of a guy. He's saying yeah. hello. David, chuck in your mantra. We, we, we're talking mantras in terms of what you live by and what you go by. So let us know. Let us know. Um, good. So, you know, um, talking about the... the sort of rides um, that you've been on and the stories there, there was something that was in my mind and I'm hoping it's going to pop in my mind while I keep talking. So I'm just going to keep talking until it comes back over in my mind. I can't, I can't remember what it was. But it was linked yeah. to the amazing rides that you've had. Um, yeah, this is what it was. You know, you said about having amazing climbing power that day when you were going on that sort of thing. Yeah. I, I, was, I, I was just thinking about the weirdness of cycling where sometimes there's that variability i don't know if you find this where you're the same person right like you went to bed you woke up you ate the same stuff you went out on the bike and there's some days where at this point the internet was not our friend but fortunately the connectivity issues didn't last for long and we got it back wait i missed that last bit can you just repeat that last bit cool no it said reconnect i'm thinking do being a superhero you, you don't have bad days you have the days where you Right from the back, you catch Justin Williams. You have days where you've got this incredible power. Do you ever have those days where, same you, you get on the bike and you're like, nah, not feeling it. I'm just, I don't know what it is, but I'm just not feeling it. I need, you're thinking, I need the toilet, I need food, I need, I need something. Do you ever have that? Does that ever happen to you? Of course. Like, yeah, really? always. But that's, yeah, always. Like, it happens a lot. But the thing is, you never, for me, it's always before I get on the bike. It's never, when I'm about to get on, it's never like when I'm riding, it's always before I get on. Ah. And then you get out there and then you, you realise like, it's okay, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, so, yeah. so I've got to be honest, I have it some days where I'll be on the bike um, and it could be indoors or outdoors where I don't know yeah. what it is. I've, I've eaten the same thing. I've slept well. and well, I'm just like, I'm not feeling it. It takes me a while, like maybe 20 minutes, half an hour um, yeah. to get to that point where I'm like, okay, we know what time it is. Everything's synced. But I just wondered if, if you had had that before. And if anyone else has had that, maybe chuck it in the chat and let us know. So I know that I'm not by myself because uh, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Cool. Um, no, thanks for transporting. Oh, fine. Well, no, it's good to know. Even, super, even superheroes sometimes have those days. <laughs> um, um, Paul said, uh, it's the mind play, the mind plays tricks. 
brilliant. Um, keeping it, Will says, I'm glad it's not just me. Thanks for setting this up. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. No, you, it's not just you keeping it, Will. It's not just you at all. Um, keeping it, um, oh, and hey, Doug's in the house. So, do you know Doug? Yeah. ETS82? Yep, I know. <laughs> oh, amazing. See, this one's about the family. So, Doug Schneider, to give you a full name, I'm out on you on the internet, is an amazing <laughs> human being who I've got to know through the Vice in the West Coast of America, like religiously supporting the cause and on here, one of the first recipients of one of the T-shirts that are going to be coming out soon. Amazing guy. So I can't believe you know Doug as well. But of course you know Doug. Um, oh, snap. It's, uh, Caramel 105 Spin said I had that the first three times riding up to Bear Mountain. That's like New York, like heading up towards Nyack, isn't it? I've done that ride on my track bike before and that was a crazy, crazy, crazy day. <laughs> You've done it on a track bike. No, yeah, no I gears. Ride on a track bike. No gears. Uh, just my fixed gear. No brakes either, unfortunately. <laughs> you see what I mean? There's levels to this game, you know. I would need full granny ring, three bits at the front to get me up the mountain, but you do it on a fixed gear. That's that's that track bike. That's okay. That's all right. Yeah. Um, and and now. G, I don't know your, your your name is, but the handle is N-A-L-V-G. That happens to me a lot. Then I get on the bike and forget everything. It's the best sensation in the world. I couldn't agree with you more there, Nalv-G. Um, and Theophilus, that's a good friend of mine from university. Actually, Theo definitely has that feeling in the winter. It's brilliant. So, cool. Um, Aquaba Yoga saying hey to Theo, because Aquaba Yoga, myself and Theo went to the same university. So, it's a connection. Family, it's lovely. It's lovely. I'm loving this. Um, <laughs> just bringing it back around. I gotta keep an eye on the time because I talk too much. If you want me, that's all good, bro. Um, I was just gonna ask about inspiration, you know, and um, whether you've got a couple of cyclists. Oh, it could be general people. I know we love bikes. I know we ride bikes, but it could be general people or cyclists that that you you like look up to or draw inspiration from. Are there are there any people that that you would point your finger to? Um, Justin Williams definitely one of them. Like for me, people who inspire me are the kind of people who just make things happen, and mm. that's one of my favorite things. Like whenever I think about something, like okay, I want to do this or I want to do that, and then I'm looking for these avenues and they don't exist. I'm like, you know what? Let's just make it happen. And mm. putting that energy forward rather than thinking about okay, let me wait until someone does this or someone does that. No, why not be that person? Like be the change you want to see in the world. So like Justin Williams, Legion, for example, even right, um, yeah. my friend Alec, Alec Pedler, that's his Instagram handle, Alec Briggs, really, mm -hmm. um, how he started Techers, like just an amazing, just people making things happen. And like um, mm -hmm. MASH, for example, um, Kenny from Gone Famous, just making like, he wanted kit, he made kit, MASH, um, bikes, videos, content, a shop, a space, you know, just having ideas and just making it happen. Like those are the people yeah. that always inspire me. Wow, that is yeah. That's the thing. Like on, I love that. And on that, I've got. I can make something happen. Watch, watch this, watch this. My thing. Yeah, I can magic a deer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can make it happen. <laughs> so it's Friday. It's been that kind of week, man. It's Friday. It's been that kind of week. I'm putting it in my mouth. I'm pretending there's a couple of people. People, you know what time it is, right? Yep. But but I have to say, like, yeah, the Williams brothers. I don't learn. I definitely. When you send me some stuff, like hook me up and let me expand that knowledge. Because like for me at the moment, every day is learning day. I'm learning so much about yeah. so many things I didn't know about. And, and I mean, 
it's incredible, isn't it? Because I think I really love talking to people because when I do that, I really figure and find out that everyone has that magic inside them. Everybody has yes. that ability to create something, to imagine something, to execute it. But sometimes, yes, could be fear, could be could be any number of things. It just holds them back. When you talk to people, you find out their hopes and their dreams. And I'm just inspired. I'm lifted because they take you in journeys that in places that you know you might never would go. So completely, yeah. completely love what you said about Justin. And he might have blocked me by now, but I've been hustling hard to talk to him or Corey. Yeah, connect me. What's that one? Tell him Yeah. Because you know your friends are now my friends, so it's all good, isn't it? Right. <laughs> yeah, story. Um, but look, that, on on the subject of that, like this part of you know, by is about like showcasing our diversity, celebrating our unity. Because I think that the camaraderie in the cycling world is phenomenal. It's been a massive crutch of support in this time for me, um, as it's, I'm sure it's been for you and many others. But how how relevant do you think role models are? Like in your mind, is that important? Do we need role models or? Is it, I don't know, you, I, pause, you tell me what you think. Uh, I think definitely so. I mean, role models. For me, a role model is someone doing their own thing their own way. And like, there's mm. no like way to police them, for example, or they telling them they should be this or they should be that because they're doing their thing their mm. own way. And if people draw inspiration mm. from them, then I guess they're role models, you know? Like nobody mm-hmm. should be told to be a role model. You should, you should be doing your own thing and people no. be looking to you because it's like, Cumber who said this it's like when you build it they will come you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so if you're doing your thing people will see it and be like you know what i like this i want to see more of this so yeah i believe yeah. that role models are super important especially in yeah. cycling good good stuff and i just um i couldn't i couldn't concur more i think there's a balance in it i mean some people are gonna someone said this to me once like sometimes you want the road to already be paved so that you could just ride on it. And sometimes the road exactly. isn't there. It doesn't exist. And you've got to forge that path and like, do you know what I mean? Like do the backbreaking exactly. work to just pioneer that stuff, which I think you've been doing, man. I think I've got to say, like, you've been doing it. When I've been looking out there, looking at the brands that represent diversity and the diversity is relevant to me being brown, like whatever. Yeah. I see you out there, I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. nice to see, you know. <laughs> And when I see the videos, like the massive SF videos that you're doing that crazy stuff, I'm like, yeah, that might be me, but no, I've got <laughs> children and I've got a wife and I'm not putting my leg over the handlebar, skidding around the corner like a loon. I'm not doing that bit. So to a level, to a level we go in. But, um, amazing. Amazing. Do you, bro? Keep doing you. Um, oh, actually, I just, I just want to give a quick shout out to Tiff, Tiff Hughes, who's on here. Tiff is an amazing colleague of mine that I work with in my real life, other job. This is my side hustle. Um, I do feel yeah. love, but Tiff is fabulous. And Tiff has said, yes, everyone has everything they need just within themselves, even if they don't know it yet, and a big heart. And Tiff, this is why you're a legend and why I love that. Um, and SJ Cycles London, I think that's Stefan. Um, yeah, Stefan, yeah. Says, yeah, um, saying definitely. Um, Doug is saying 100%. Um, and Lady Velo, Jules is saying this. Yes. So I think we're, we're resonating. People are feeling the magic. Feel Don't forget, we've got the magic. We've got it. So <clears throat> I'm just thinking about other things as I'm spinning along. Um, 
cycling and how inclusive it is as a sport. You know, I'm trying to promote greater representation, encourage people to get on their bike, maybe do some of the tricks that Duke does, or just ride the bike for the physical and the mental well-being benefits. And also you make great friends. And if you're lucky, you travel yeah. the world like you do. But but um in your view, from your experience, how inclusive has cycling been for you? Like uh, like not so much unfortunately like compared to like when I first started and compared to now obviously it's a journey and I'm happy I'm so stoked to see the growth but when I first started like it's access that's the most important thing like access is so 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 important because like unfortunately like cycling is a sport is a luxury you know and not everyone can afford like to have bikes or like have these bits and bobs and like the main thing is like just simple just simple access for example like when I first started riding I didn't have the greatest bike but I take it to Brighton, I take it to this, I take it to that. And I remember this one specific ride when I was riding to Brighton. There was like these older guys on road bikes and they were mm-hmm. like, you'll never make up ditchling on a fixed gear. You'll never do this, you'll never do that. <laughs> and I was just like, you didn't even know me. But then again, I was in like a hoodie and some like um, denim shorts and they were in like full gear and I was riding to Brighton. Yeah, I just didn't care, you yeah. know, because I just wanted to ride my bike. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's literally all I wanted to that's do. That's what it's about. Like, that's what it's about. Yeah. They're like, you'll never make it up ditchling. And what did I do? I smashed them up ditchling. And I looked them in the face afterwards. I didn't say a word. But for me, it's just like, it's it's hard. It's definitely hard. I feel like things have gotten a lot better, especially in London, mm-hmm. like riding bikes. Before, it felt yeah. very cliquey at times. Like, mm-hmm. you have to mm-hmm. like know this person to know this person to know this person. But now, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot more inclusive. Like, mm-hmm. that's... No, I'm glad. I'm glad. And I, I love that. I love that you took it to them and you smashed them just yeah, like casually because I think sometimes you, you need that you need to just um, I show people what you've got but I don't know it's a shame because I, I find it's mixed and you know your journey is, 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 is yeah. what it's been but there are some like absolute gems and they're here you know they're here they're part of the family who are so welcoming so in, wanting inclusivity but then there's some I don't know if I call them bad eggs, but some folks that don't quite have that thing, which maybe gives cycling a bit of a bad rep sometimes. But I asked Michael Cummings in America when we did this in New York. Yeah. If I gave him some money, how would he go about uh, increasing the level of inclusion and diversity? So I'm going to say the same thing to you. Put you on the spot, big time, shine the light on you. Okay. <laughs> 10 million pounds, 10 million bucks, 10 million euros, whatever it is. You've got the power. Like, in a nutshell, what ideas have you got? Not to say it's the gospel, but what ideas do you have about how you make cycling more inclusive and more diverse, really, on any level? On any level, for me, I start with the kids. I'd honestly start with the kids. Like, I love Hernhill Velodrome and seeing the young kids riding around there on their bikes. Like, it's just mm. beautiful to see. I'd start definitely start with the kids. Like, introduce it in primary schools, for example. Like, make cycling bigger than it is because I didn't really understand bikes until I got older like, I didn't see the racing I didn't see Tour de France mm-hmm. I didn't see track cycling like mm-hmm. it's just seeing that and then like seeing like learning about it for example you know like just mm-hmm. all of that so for me I'd start with schools like little small programs mm-hmm. like maintenance like teaching them how to like change punctures and stuff and then teaching them road safety yeah. and then from that the road, like literally the world's your oyster if you can ride on the road safely from a young age and then decide you want to go to Richmond Park, for example, do some laps. The amount of kids, like what? teenagers, like young, like 12-year-olds, I see smashing it around Richmond Park. I'm like, this is amazing. So for me, I'd start with the kids. 
because they're Brilliant. the future. Like that's pretty much it. Man, oh mate, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I love that, and I think um, the ten million would be well spent. Because um, I think just harking back to another conversation I, I had, um, it was around. Um, I can't talk about DJ Spoon, but I won't talk about him. But it was with Chile Munyai. So he's a chap in South Africa. He's 18. And in August, we did a, a series of rides around the world, like Rides for Unity, yeah. just outside, just to connect with people, engage, and just just spread love. And and he, just from the get-go, just adopted it and took it on. And he was the last post that I put on, you know, to celebrate Black History Month. And I say the best of last, really, because for me, that's what it's about. Like, literally the younger generation adopting cycling and thinking like I could be Justin Williams, yeah. I could be Kevin Reza, I could be Duke Adipong, I could be whatever. And then aspiring. Because in football, you know, it's, it's so diverse. And this is what I was talking yeah. It's like you see the representation is so great and the access is so easy. Like you can have a can or a, yeah. I don't know, a tennis ball and you're in. Exactly. Whereas you need to spend a bit of money to get one. You don't need to go crazy. You, know, you do need to have some money. It's not borrow some boots from a mate to go and have a kick around. It's it's, exactly. you know, it's that access. So. Cool. So ten million pounds. We buy them all stayer bikes. Uh, definitely hand built by Sam and hand built. wheels built by Judith. Yeah, hand built. It'll be amazing. Okay, we do. You do. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> put some brakes on there. Yeah, definitely. Cool, we'll and then we put, maybe give them. Room. Yeah, cool, and then we get them some, some of the Tax Neo twos. With Zwift set up for a year just to, just to see how they yeah. do yeah. yeah exactly Dive. and then next you know we have like a cycling academy and then next you know that's it we have world champions boom. that simple boom 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 <laughs> boom and we someone talk to British Cycling or any other UCI whoever let's let's tell them we've got we've got the remedy we fixed it here we're going to make cycling <laughs> like international <laughs> kids um so on, on on advice to anyone that's thinking about getting into cycling, I mean you've gone deep. Like some people will look at us and be like, ah, I can't be what Duke does. I'm one of those people. But if someone wanted to start out in cycling, like what's your what's your chat? Like what would you say to them? Um, what advice would you give? Um, what advice would I give? Just because I'm always I'm a person. I don't really do things by the hard, unfortunately. I've always been like that. I've always just like dive into something fully, and that's one of my. Yeah flaws but like good things at the same time but for me it's just uh just get out there even if it's just a 10 minute ride just start somewhere because yeah. like starting no matter how big or small that's still progress even if it's the smallest yeah. change so riding 10 minutes oh my god i rode 10 minutes tomorrow i'm gonna do 11 minutes and next thing you know doing mm. half an hour it's just like progress and then like yeah. talking to people talk to people yeah. like it's quite hard especially in these times talking to people but like just talk. Like I make a. Yeah. Even if you see me on Instagram and you wanna send me a message, send me a message. I always reply to these things. Like you know, just talk to people. Get as much advice yeah. and information as you can, and just go from there. Honestly, yeah. once Brilliant. you start. Yeah. This is it. This is it. And and look, man, that that is totally. So before I, I had this delayed is not to be denied thing. The thing that I went by was something about after Ashley, which was I think start where you are, do what you can, use what you have, yeah. something along those lines. Just exactly. start. Like once you start, you mm -hmm. you, you surprise yourself, and there's, there's there's that sense of um achievement just from committing to and doing what you said. So I'm I'm about that. I'm about that life too. So that's beautiful. And um, Yuri has said, I think this is in relation to earlier on. Kids are the way forward, uh, for sure. Um, 
Aquaba Yoga, my man Mark, <laughs> uh, said, <laughs> you see that? Do you see what he said? Yeah, I see that. I see what he said. <laughs> what it, read, read it out, man. Read it out. Let me see what he said. Um, they didn't know that I had eaten yam and contemporary before climbing this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so so context, let's contextualize this. So basically, I think Mark is talking about like when Duke was going up digitally with the fixie and people were saying, you won't get up there. And and let's let's explain to folks what what the yam and because I know I know it, but what what's the yam and contemporary he's talking about? What's he trying to talk about? <laughs> Basically, it's like the equivalent of like hard food. It's like yam, it's like cassava almost, and it's just like boiled. And the contemporary you just have it's like a stew almost. You have to eat it with your hand. You can't eat it like another book. You have to eat that with your hand. No. That's like the kind of food yeah. that gives you power and strength. You know. And actually, if you if you hug your mind back, I don't know if you remember Popeye. If anyone knows Popeye, yeah, spinach. Exactly. Well, Popeye, that. he used to pop the spinach, right? Um, and and have superpowers to rescue rescue olives. Um, brilliant. Um, and Doug over in the West Coast has just said, "Duke, you come from more of a fixed track background. What is it that draws you to the discipline over and over road or other types of riding?" Um, uh, with fixed. Like, it's never, that's the thing, like, my attitude with bikes comes from fixed gear. So, like, you have one gear, you have to climb this um, hill or this mountain, rather, do it. Mm -hmm. That's always been my attitude. So, when I have a road bike, it makes it a little easier, but you can always go further. So, for me, it's all about pushing the boundaries of things. So, mm -hmm. that's what draws me to other disciplines of riding. So, now that I'm going to be doing gravel, like, off-roading and stuff, it's going to be epic because it's, like, still new to me and it's still going to be fun. So like I just enjoy wow. like just pushing the boundaries constantly, you know. That's what draws me That's to other types of riding. That's it. That's it. I'm scared. Like literally, I think I might have to pause on these chats because literally, you are spending all my money. Every time I talk to somebody, I haven't got a gravel bike. Maybe I need a gravel bike. I haven't got this bike. Maybe I need a fixie. <laughs> Maybe I need so fixie. now I'm just scheming. I need it. I need it. I need it. So <laughs> let's see what happens. Um, and oh, Lee, 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 Addy, one of my really, 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 really good old friends, actually known me since I was much smaller, um, has asked the question: Any plans to take the bike to Ghana? Wow, that's a that's a good oh. shout. Yes. Um, so there's a, a, a there's an Instagram app on Instagram, obviously, and they started yeah. doing road crits in Ghana. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I started doing road crits in Ghana and I sent it to Marty and so okay. me, Marty and I are planning to go to Ghana uh, we have a house or I have a house there and we're just gonna hopefully ride out there like it's gonna be epic so look when are we when, starting to when, come when, up when, 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 when we going man where we going there? when when we going when we go, we, oh, with you? <laughs> yeah, because I heard you live there, man. I like Ghana. It's hot. Tell me. Ghana's what, amazing. Where you Ghana go? is like so. The plan was to do it next year, but with like COVID yeah. affecting it, like it might be pushed until like twenty twenty two. But it's definitely right. happening. Right. Like honestly, like the opportunities there, it's just too epic. And wow. being able to go home wow. and ride bikes and race, that'd be so good. <laughs> Man, that is that is probably radical. Look, I'm up for it, and and a lot of people know that. Um, basically, the part of the reason I do these chats is so that I'm going to Girona. I'm going to go see Marty. You invite me. Tell me the place we're going to go. Um, I'm going to South Africa. I'm going. In fact, we are as a family. We're all going to go. We're yeah. Going to go. So, um, that's it. Nee's just said that we're all going 110. percent um, Shout out to David and Fon. She's got skills. UK. Shout out to you. and Paul BMX at the new Harrow Pump Track. He's shouting that out as well. So I haven't done BMX. See, that's another bike I need to buy now. God damn BMX. it. 
get on that DMA is cool. Um, so I'm mindful of time, and I just know that we're probably about four minutes out. So it's been a vibe, and it's been good. So I'm going to keep it moving, and hopefully we don't get cut off, because I think this has been epic, and I'd like to close it nicely with you. Um, so we talked about the thing, how to get inside in. Future plans, we've touched upon Ghana a little bit, but is there anything yeah. else that you've got in mind? I know we can't plan proper, 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 but if we could, like what, 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 what does next year or the future hold for you as a problem? For me, it's taking racing a bit more seriously. Like, I turn up to races, unfortunately, and I want to race. I want to smash myself, like, full on, but then that doesn't win you races. Being smart right. wins you races. <laughs> 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 so next year I'm taking it a lot more seriously and I'm going to try and obviously move up the category and the further I go the further I can bring people that I know my friends for example who I know race hard and then more likely we are to create something like great diverse something you know for us Brilliant. yeah that's Brilliant. what I want really because there's so many I'm talented excited. riders so yeah, many young yeah. talented riders and to be able to help them out would be amazing honestly that's it that's it i i man, i couldn't agree more and i saw something the other day i think it was from the pope and he was saying like oh in life to be happy is great but to make other people happy is even greater and i think you make mm-hmm. so many people happy in the team but also outside of the team to have like our own uk williams brothers type thing <laughs> would be phenomenal um monument hq said that's great to hear um they're big on, I mean, you probably know, grassroots cycling yeah. and stuff. So yep. lovely to have you folks tuned in and, and, and hopefully maybe connect some dots, you know, we can all get together and make yeah. something something happen to support that journey. Um, so we're, we're almost at a close. I do think I've probably got time to do this, but I've got to be quick. So I'm going for it. Quick. I borrowed this from Creed Up. He does this thing where it's like rapid fire questions. So you can't okay. think too quick, too long. It, okay. it has to be like, are you ready? Yes, go. So, favourite dish for Duke? Favourite dish? As in what you'd eat? Favourite food? Uh, fried plantain. Ooh, fried plantain. Love that. Song of the moment. What's on looping your uh, head? Dead Man Walking by Brent Fires. Love that. Haven't heard it. Gonna check it out. Three albums that you would take with you if you were stranded on a desert island. I know it's on Spotify and all that, but you know this content. Three albums. Uh, Case Study 01 by Daniel Caesar. Um, there You Have It by Reason and Good Kid Mad City, Kendrick Lamar. Oof, some fire in there, Kendrick. I know. Wow. And last question is one thing that many people don't know about Duke. Uh, I thought I didn't know a lot. <laughs> um, I have no idea. Uh, I literally have no idea what nobody doesn't know about <laughs> <laughs> don't worry we'll pass on that we'll pass on that it's coming it's time i feel i can feel it i can feel instagram is talking to me that it's gonna try and cut off very soon but before we go i just want to say you've been an absolute legend you've been a blast i love hearing everything that you've got and thank everyone for joining as well but yeah. i'd like to hand over to you anything that you'd like to say any closing remarks before we wish everyone a good weekend uh for everyone who like wants to get into cycling just start you know make a change and just do whatever you can like if it's incremental or like massive just start and that's all you can do really be the change that you want to see in the world that's it fantastic um 
pumped and um, I knew for good reason I was excited to have this chat and it's been everything and more I wanted stay safe on the bike because I might tell your mum that you start doing these low-handed <laughs> things <on the> <laughs>